Hello, everyone, and welcome once again to the NBU podcast. I'm New Brunswick Union President Susie Prudag, and joining me today are the executive for the clerical and regulatory component. Let's take a minute and introduce everyone to our special guests. I would ask each of you to give us a little bit of background on your job and where you've worked after I say your name. Uh, first up, we have President Shelley Coulomb. Welcome, Shelley. Thank you, Susie. I work at uh, Service New Brunswick Teleservices in Dalhousie. I've been there, it's uh, 22 years. We are somewhat the uh, call center for the province. We do many services like student loans, rentalsmen, a lot of services, motor vehicle. Thank you. Uh, next, we have Recording Secretary Gail Farron. Welcome, Gail. Thank you, Susie. Uh, I work uh, over-the-counter Service New Brunswick in Dalhousie. Um, I've been there 15 years, and counter work uh, involves a lot of different partners that we partner with. Uh, public safety is probably one of our big ones, Department of Finance. Uh, we do some residential tenancy tribunal. We, I, I find we help a lot of seniors. We have an area where there's a lot of seniors, and sometimes we are the only office that uh, people want uh, to, to have something to do with the provincial government. They come to to see us with any kind of correspondence they get, regardless if it has to do with one of our partners. Mm-hmm. Um, I find we provide a good service. Our, we have a very dedicated team in Dalhousie, and uh, I have uh, a good rapport with, my, uh, with, with the team, and we work hard, and I find uh, we are a good face for, the, uh, for our union. Thank you, Gail. Also with us today is first vice president, and the only gentleman here is uh, Colin Estabrooks. Welcome, Colin. <laughs> I uh, I work for the Sheriff's Department. I've been there approximately 15 years. We also represent the commercial vehicle enforcement, uh, off-road vehicle enforcement also. Um, those are some of the things, and they're all related somewhat to the Deputy Sheriff's job. The final member of the executive is Second Vice President Denise Wong. Welcome, Denise. Thank you, Susie. Um, I currently work in St. John with social development as a screener slash basic case manager. I've been in that position for a little over a year. Um, I previously worked for Service New Brunswick for 16 years, so I've been with provincial government for 17 years. In my current role as a uh, mostly screening role, I take inquiries from the public. We take applications for income assistance, daycare subsidies, long-term care programs, disability support programs, variety of different uh, housing programs, all while managing a uh, basic caseload of clients. Thank you. So the clerical and regulatory group is one of our largest and most diverse groups uh, in the New Brunswick Union. You know, they represent people in every government agency and department, uh, departments such as Department of uh, Transportation, um, Natural Resources, Social Development, Service New Brunswick, Business New Brunswick, and so on. Today, I want to talk to you about, um, let's let's talk about the jobs that it entails first. Maybe talk about the different jobs. I know you've listed some of them, but are there any others that you wanted to mention? Within clerical and regulatory, some of our members that we have are also librarian assistants that are with the Department of Post-Secondary Education, Training, and Labor. I know that's uh, a good size part of our membership. And like Colin had mentioned, our CVEs and our commercial vehicle enforcement officers, our off-road uh, vehicle enforcement officers, there's there's so many and we have so many offices. I think at one point I remember being told by the office here in Fredericton that we have well over 300 
work locations just within clerical and regulatory, which is great, but it can have uh, good and bad sides to it. Okay, so let's talk about the challenges then that uh, this component, your executive, what kind of challenges do you face because of the diversity in the size? Well, I would say one of the biggest uh, issues for us is that we're so spread out across the province. Geographically, you ha- we have members in St. John, we have members in St. Leonard, New Brunswick, uh, Karakat, Mountain, and then in the central part of the province, you know, we have Dope Town. And the biggest problem is trying to get the message out to everybody, what the union is about. Uh, we want to make sure everybody has a voice. We want to make sure everybody knows their rights. So I find for myself that's one of the biggest issues that I feel for us is our diversity. And Colin Estabrooks here as a deputy sheriff, which is my, we'll call it, expertise. We're all over the province. We have all different size offices. It's hard to know what everybody's issues are other, other than the basic issues like pay and vacation and uniforms and they're the same for everybody. But being able to communicate with them and making sure they can communicate with me as an executive member. And I know I also have other members of other components in our area which really puts me in a bind because my knowledge of what some of them are is impossible, but I do know because of being in the, on the executive that the head office in Fredericton is the greatest place to call because they know what they're doing, and I recommend it highly. Some of the challenges, too, I find uh, is we have a lot of um, casual employees within our component. There's more and more casual employment, so it makes it hard as a, a pers- uh, as an activist and as a member of the executive to to really get in touch with those uh, casual employees or part-time employees. A lot of them don't realize that they are part of the union and they are our members, and it, it, regardless of how many hours they work or don't work, that we are there to represent them. And I think my biggest uh, challenge as an activist even was is to get to those members and have them uh, realize that we are there for them. Well, thank you. Um, and, you know, when we face uh, so many challenges, I know it gets kind of, it seems kind of bleak, but when you look at the other the other side, so I'm sure that we face opportunity as well. So do you want to talk about the opportunities then that we face as well? I think that when we come together to discuss issues, uh, we discover commonalities in the province. We can learn from each other. So um, some of the common issues, workloads, hours of work. I have, you know, social development with such a large client base has workload issues. Um, teleservices would have high call volumes. Deputy sheriffs are being, you know, are working overtime because of the workload issues. Um, and we can come together, learn from each other, and discuss some of the solutions. Um, we could reach out to colleagues across the province to see what's worked for them and what hasn't worked for them, because there may be things that we haven't considered in our areas that we could implement, right? Yeah, that's true, Denise. Uh, one of the other things, too, that we are fortunate about being such a large group uh, and being so diverse, but and, and also with being in Part 1, we do have the ability for lateral transfers. So, for example... I could potentially apply for a job uh, with 
social development and potentially get a job there. So, you know, even though we're so big and we're so diverse, it's still a positive as a member of clerical and regulatory. And just like what Denise was saying, the workload is probably one of the biggest issues that we deal with right now. We're being given more and more services within Service to Brunswick, for example, and we're expected to do the same amount of work with right now less staff because we are having issues with, in our area, staff being sick more, a lot of health issues. So those in itself does cause uh, some issues for us. But because we're so diverse, we can go and look, we can go and ask for someone maybe from Service New Brunswick in Karakut to come and cover off in Dalhousie if somebody is sick or to go and cover off in Moncton, you know. And it's the same thing even with the libraries. They, they have that ability to do that. So for me, I think that's a really good positive. Thank you. So we also have with us today uh, the two servicing labor relation officers that do uh, specifically clerical and regulatory, Kristen Roy and Michelle Burge. Um, Kristen, can you talk to us a little bit about what you see as not the issues, but how the members uh, the, do they feel pride in their work? How how is it that you see them on your on your end? Uh, for sure, Susie. Um, I've had the opportunity to provide support to many members of clerical regulatory for the last two years, and a lot of things I have seen um, proves of the pride that these members take into the work that they do, um, the caring that they have prioritizing and the looking into what the needs are of their departments, the impact that the work that they have has such a large ripple effect throughout the organizations that they work for. So these members are great to work with and at the end of the day, work extremely hard in the roles that they have. And how about you, Michelle? So within the clerical and regulatory group, there is a subset of peace officers. These are the members that I represent on a regular basis. This group consists of anything from deputy sheriffs to commercial vehicle enforcement officers, off-road vehicle enforcement officers, as well as coroners. They're a truly unique group in that their mandate is definitely geared towards public safety. Their positions are risk inherent. What I really appreciate about them is their willingness to step in, help out co-workers in any particular situation. They're quite often called upon to deal with situations of public safety out in the communities, whether we're talking about flood relief or different sorts of natural disasters, they become quite involved in that. I would say for this group of individuals, the work that they do is not just a job. This is definitely a part of their own identity, who they are, and that's definitely reflected in the way they do their work. Thank you. You know, it's such an interesting mix of people whose work is vital to the province of New Brunswick. Uh, with such talented and hardworking people such as yourselves, right here on the executive as well as the membership, I know that New Brunswickers are in good hands. So let's switch it up now a bit uh, from your profession to your involvement with the union. I know that it's not easy to take on leadership roles uh, within a union, given your job and uh, family commitments. Can each of you tell me why you got involved with the union and why you've continued to stay involved? Maybe I'll start with you, Shelley. Well, I've been involved. It's going to be 20 years this February. I started off as a union activist for uh, Service to Brunswick Teleservices. Um, And why I got involved, back at that time, I was approached by the members at the call center. Uh, We didn't have it through election. It was just basically a piece of paper that five people had to sign and asked me to be a member and if I agreed it was sent off to Fredericton and I was 
then appointed as a union activist. And for myself, I started off in the private sector, not unionized, working minimum wage, working hard jobs, not knowing anything about my rights, not knowing anything about health and safety. And when I took on this role as an activist, my horizon broadened so much. I stopped seeing everything in such a narrow path. And it's not just for the learning capacity that I've gotten for myself. It's what I can share with the members. I am a very caring person. Sometimes I've been told I'm too caring. But I guess for me, it's just I want to be that person that can make a difference, but make a difference for somebody else, not for myself. Thank you. How about you, Denise? I've always been a volunteer. I Anything that comes up, I want to learn more. I've always been here. You know, I've been a Girl Guide leader for 16 years. I used to do the Relay for Life at the Rally Hope. And so when an opportunity came up a few years ago uh, when the uh, current activist was retiring, um, they were looking for someone, so they came to me and I said, hey, why not? Um, I had been to some biannual convex- uh, conventions and some uh, regional meetings, and I always had great respect for the speakers of NBU, and also established some friendships there. And I thought, you know, I'd like to know these people more and find out more. And I saw it as an opportunity to teach the co-workers because they only seem to look for a union member when they have an issue, right? Um, oh, who's, who is it? You know, because I've got a problem. Um, but I think that there's a lot of um, education uh, I've really enjoyed my regional trainings and learned a lot. And I think it's all about education because um, if you teach them, you know, more about the collective agreement, well, then they'll know, right? And the issue might not happen because they'll have pre- been pre-informed. Uh, pre- uh, so I guess I saw it as an opportunity to meet some more great people. And when an opportunity came to be on the executive, I said, hey, why not? What's one more thing? Thank you. Thank you for that. How about you, Colin? I, I have been a member of a union pretty much ever since I started working. Uh, I found the union is a good way to make sure all employees are treated equally and fairly. And I've always appreciated that. Uh, me to anybody else. As long as you do your job and you do it properly, I shouldn't be treated any different than anybody else. That's why I've joined the union is to make sure that everybody is treated equally. Thanks. How about you, Gail? I guess I can say I was recruited by our President Shelley and I've been involved with the union probably well over 10 years. Uh, working in customer service most of my career, uh, you want to help people. You get you get kind of that uh, involvement with your community. Um, and I, I noticed at work lots of times, my colleagues, they come to us and they're looking for solutions. And uh, I, I'm a big volunteer as well. And uh, I thought I had something to offer. And I like the positive approach of our union. And uh, I, I know there's, like Denise says, there is sometimes our members seem to think that, that we don't have a lot of power. But I, I, when you explain to them exactly what we have accomplished over the years, I think it really opens their eyes to what the union can do. And we have to remind you sometimes that the decisions we make are for the collective. It has to be something for everybody because, you know, everybody has their own individual issues and, and what 
we might find is a solution to my issue might hurt somebody else down the line. So we have to look at, at goals and, and solutions that affect people and have a positive effect on people. And, and I, I, I enjoy my time uh, with the union and I enjoy my time with the membership and I like to meet the new members. I like the training as well. And I think it's a very positive. Uh, and if anybody would like to be part of it, I think they should. I think they should seriously look into it. Thanks to all of you. It's certainly been my pleasure to sit with you today and to hear your stories. I want to thank each and every one of you for taking the time not only to appear on this podcast, but for all you do in your profession and for the New Brunswick Union. Again, thank you all for listening to the New Brunswick Union podcast. We appreciate you taking time out of your busy schedule and spending it with us. Take care.